Hello and welcome to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. I am Victoria. Thank you for choosing me to be in your ear today. This podcast is dedicated to empowering you to break free from binge eating, find food freedom and release body shame amongst other juicy stuff of course. So I will be releasing a new episode every week and you can tune in to hear me share practical advice not so PG rated rants and I'll be interviewing amazing guests from the anti-diet movement self-help and self-love so with that being said enjoy the episode and if you like this podcast please share and please rate because it does allow me to help other people which is my mission in the world to help women feel amazing about themselves every damn day lots of love Hello everybody who's going to join. Hello YouTube when this is on too. Okay, I'm live on both. Okay, today I'm still talking about eating emotionally at this time because loads of people are stuck at home and they're bored and they're struggling with quote-unquote overeating. So I just want to address this again and hopefully what I say is going to give you guys some tips to move forward so you don't feel really guilty and shame and you're not fighting with yourself over this boredom eating thing, okay? So I want to start with a quote by Janine Roth and the quote is, overeating is always an attempt to care for yourself. And this, these words hit home, you know, when you're at home, especially during these times, too much time indoors, emotional eating is probably practically going to occur, especially if you have um, a poor relationship with food and your body. But we can weather this storm together, which is why I'm coming on here to try and help you guys. So every time that you eat when you're not hungry, first recognize that you're trying to take care of yourself because that's a fact, whether you believe it or not, it's your soul asking for something. Okay, and if you're used to using food or if you've manipulated your food with chronic dieting in the past, then you are going to choose food as your number one coping mechanism. So when you notice you want to eat when you're not hungry, first recognize that you are trying to take care of yourself. That's really important. And then the next thing to do is to just get curious with another form of self-care. So notice the words, notice there that I use the words get curious and another. I didn't use the words replace or instead of. This is because the way that we speak to ourselves and the language that we use is so, so important with changing the way we view ourselves and changing our relationship with food. So I used the word, I didn't use the word replace and I used the word another because if you use restrictive words such as replace or instead of it it leads to a restriction and a restriction mindset and a restriction feeling so you know what that means whenever you feel restricted in any way shape or form you actually go on a rebellion and do the exact opposite of what you're trying not to do it's just how as human beings are it's how we're wired so feeling like something is being taken away from you, it only ignites our biological, our mental and our physical reaction to basically eat and not stop eating. 
because you've got that restriction mindset. That's a whole other topic, but that's actually what happens. It's a biological reaction as well. So just to reiterate, posh word for today, that um, do this with utmost curiosity, not restriction. So check in with yourself and be like, I legitimately speak to myself like this. I'm like, hey, sweetheart, how you feeling? Like, what's up? What's going on? And if I'm tired, for example, I always tend to reach for the chocolate and the sweets and all that good stuff, yummy stuff. So how about instead of reaching for the food straight away, I'll say to myself, okay, well, I'm going to have a little nap, like a little power nap. And then if I still want to eat the thing after, then I will. So it's not restriction, it's allowance, 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 but because emotional eating isn't serving you all the time, it's good to explore different things to use as well as just using food to cope. Like I say, I keep saying this, but it's so important not to say, oh, I'm gonna, if I'm tired, I'm gonna take a nap instead of eating a chocolate bar. Because once you tell yourself you can't do something, that's when you want to do it even more. Reverse psychology, guys, it really works. So, for example, if you're bored, you could go for a walk with your favourite podcast or favourite audiobook <clears throat> or podcast Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness. Anyone? My podcast? Some really good value, value in there. Or if you're in one of those meh moods, I don't know if that's an actual word meh, but I mean meh, not meth, by the way. There's a big difference. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Uh, turn on your favourite Netflix show, write in a journal, find like a motivational talk on YouTube or even something stupid on YouTube to watch. I've heard Victoria Kleinsman's show is really good on YouTube as well. God, look at all my digs getting in right now for you. But seriously, if you're bored, but being Mardi at the same time, and Mardi's an English word, by the way, um, I have um, clients from all across the world, I'm lucky to, to attract these beautiful souls, and I was speaking to my New Zealand client the other day and I mentioned the word Mardi, and she was like, what the hell does Mardi mean? And I was like, oh, okay, how do you describe Mardi? So Mardi is, you English guys, like, comment if I'm saying it wrong. Mardi, I would use to describe the word Mardi as a childish way of, dealing with things that aren't going your way, maybe. Sulky, I don't know if sulky is a word that's just not in England. But anyway, if you're feeling mardy and bored and you don't want to do anything else apart from eat, then just eat, like it is completely okay. Because when we tell ourselves it's not okay, that's when we do the thing that we don't want to do even more. Seriously, this is how our brains work. So find something else as well to do that makes you feel like you're being taken care of. So the desire to eat when you're not hungry is one way that your soul is begging for attention. So I'm saying feed your soul, but not always with food, with self-care and food. You can mix it up a little bit. So it's not always food. But again, it's so important the way you speak to yourself around this. Instead of saying, I'm going to go on a walk instead of eating a tub of ice cream. It doesn't work. It's restriction mindset. You're going to want the ice cream even more. And the most important thing with all of this is no matter what option you decide to explore and get curious with, with regards to self-care when you want to eat when you're not hungry, promise yourself 100% that when you've explored and done this other self-care thing that you perhaps you might like to do, 
promise yourself that you will still have the snack or the food if that's what you want to do. Because again, I'm gonna keep saying it because it's so, so important. If you don't let yourself have the thing, then it will cause a restriction mindset and you'll want it even more. So take care of yourself, have a long hot shower if that's your thing, you know, like shave your legs, put face mask on, probably, I know there's some guys watching this, you could also put a face mask on, probably not shave your legs unless you're doing a bodybuilder and I can see a bodybuilder on here. So he, he might actually want to do that. But all I'm saying is do whatever feels good for you and give yourself to have full permission to eat whatever you want to eat after you've practiced this different self-care method. If that still feels too restricted to you, so if you're kind of listening, thinking, oh yeah, actually that kind of makes sense, but when you get down to it, um, not sex, by the way, I don't know why that came straight into my mind. Um, when you get down to doing the thing, like for example, let's say your self-care thing, as well as um, eating the food emotionally, is having a bath, right? You can take yourself off to the bath. Don't give a shit if it's the middle of the day, light some candles, put some nice music on, this is your time. How about taking some chocolate or some wine or whatever your thing is, into the bath with you and really enjoying that experience so you've gone if you do this you've gone from sitting there thinking you're bored or i need to eat emotionally like it's almost like a a drive like you can't control it i get it i've been there trust me so be like okay i'm just going to stop for a minute notice that i want to eat when i'm not hungry and that is okay by the way food is delicious and then think, okay, so what ways can I explore how to take care of myself because I'm bored? That's not just food straight away because I want to explore different ways of self-care because eating all the time isn't serving me or making me feel great. By the way, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just your individual choice if you want to do that or not. So let's say you've got to that stage and you're like, okay, Victoria said, do something self-care first and then let myself have whatever it is I want to have. But if, if that feels too restrictive for you, be like, okay, so our bath sounds good to me. I'm going to take like a really nice bar of chocolate, whatever your thing is, into the bath with me and enjoy the whole experience and the whole process of whatever it is that you're doing. So then you're going to enjoy whatever food you choose. I keep saying chocolate because that's just my thing. And it makes the experience more pleasurable. You're not going to have the guilt and shame and that like animal, animalistic like eating episodes where you're not actually even enjoying your food. You're just stuffing it in your face because you think it's wrong and shameful and whatever. So make it into a nice experience. So if it's a walk that you think self-care, a self-care way of looking after yourself is a nice walk with a podcast, for example, then why don't you take yourself on a walk with your favorite food or snack and then have like a picnic somewhere or just on find somewhere it's a nice place to sit take a little blanket maybe and then really enjoy that thing that you want so you, you incorporate in the food which is what you always turn to for emotional support and, and emotional comfort and then you're also incorporating something else with it as well so it's not always about the food and then you know one day you might think, oh, actually, I'm going to go for a walk, but I'm going to just not have the food. And if I want it, I'll eat it when I come back. And you might find that you don't want to eat it when you get back. It's just exploring the possibilities. OK, 
So I'd like you to get a piece of paper now and then just do a little brainstorm and write down what feels good to you to do as an act of self-care alongside eating the chocolate or whatever it, your go-to thing is. So pause this video. Obviously, if you're watching it live, you can't pause me, sorry. Um, but do it after. Just do like a little brainstorm. Like mine would be something like bath. Well, I don't actually have a bath, so that's... But I'd still write it because that feels good to me, okay? So I'd write bath, walk, exercise. I'm sorry to be one of those people who... But I just literally love to exercise. It makes me feel good. Um, just sitting on the sofa and just like looking outside the window. That also feels good to me sometimes when you just want to just be still. So then do the same for you. And then I want you to have a look at what you've written down and ask yourself, how can you incorporate some of these things as well as eating? Or could you try to do one or two of those things? Because basically, if you're having a hot shower, you can't really eat chocolate in the shower. You probably could, but I wouldn't advise it because I think it would ruin the chocolate experience. So then how can you do a shower, for instance, or something else, and then have the food or the chocolate after? And see if you want to have the snack after. And if you do, give yourself full permission. Don't be doing the other self-care thing and in the back of your brain thinking, oh, well, hopefully I won't want to eat the thing after this because that's, again, a form of restriction. Be okay with whatever happens. Allow yourself to have whatever you want and be kind to yourself. Because 100% unadulterated, is that a word, whatever, I'm reading off the blog I've just wrote, so I, I use the word from somewhere. 100% permission is the key to stop binge eating and emotional eating long term. Seriously, try it. And if you want to take this time to work on yourself and work on your relationship with food and with your body, if you have more time because of this whole coronavirus stuff, then please check out my Food Freedom and Body Confidence program on, on my website. And there's so many different payment options on there. However, if, you, if it's something you do really want to do because you want to fix your relationship with food and then actually like yourself, because it is possible, trust me, even if at the minute you just don't even want to look in the mirror, I've been there, um, then get in contact with me because we can make um, a specific payment plan to suit you, like a year-long payment plan if you need to. Because my aim here is to help you and I want to make it doable for as many of you as possible. So just reach out to me if the payment plan options on the website isn't okay for you and we'll see what we can do. So have a beautiful Thursday if you're watching this on Thursday because it's live. So clearly you are. But if you're watching this at a later date on YouTube or listening to it as a podcast, have a beautiful day. And I'll see you all guys later. Bye. And this one, share to story. Oh, sugar, I forgot to save it. Oh, well. Okay, bye, Facebook. I love you.